Madare Hardcore Radio, exploring the world's best hardcore punk and all the various subgenres. For the next two hours we will enter a world apart from the rest. The time is now. What's up with that? Let's start jamming.
Okay, Chris, do the thing. You are listening to Dead Air. Two hours of hardcore radio. Oh, my God. (laughs) You okay? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I I just got um, my cat to listen to Dead Air. Two hours of hardcore radio. Nobody's going to... You realize nobody is going to see this part of the video. You know, it's all about... It's all about imagination, baby. Dude, theater of mind here on Dead Air, Two Hours of Hardcore Radio. Um, welcome back. This is the first episode of the year. Um, if you haven't listened to us before, we're a two-hour hardcore radio show slash podcast dedicated to hardcore punk, metal, and all adjacent genres, um, all revolving around kind of the hardcore sphere. We do all new shit. We don't subscribe to nostalgia. We... Uh, and we kind of just we just kind of shoot the shit. We're not um ooh. and I'm doing I'm doing this from my house too. So there might be a little bit of yelling. I can't I can't um you know I can't stop that, but what do you do? What's up? What were you doing? Um I was yelling at Olive. Oh, okay. I wasn't talking about your yelling, but that that's fair too but there uh we're still we're still technically on lockdown here in uh washington state uh at least for a couple more weeks um at least at least till like almost like the end of the month so we'll see we'll see what happens but like last year we're gonna we're kind of i didn't plan it like this but this uh week um we're going to be uh talking to the band city of industry uh from seattle washington they have uh just uh they just keep churning out music i appreciate that because i know like chris will know by you know experience that it is um hard to put together music in this uh pandemic and i know you, you and your band has have been working hard on uh getting getting shit together and but you're almost you almost have some stuff. You're almost there. You're you're this close. Yeah, almost there. And you know, we sent you some stuff and you know uh Oh, we did play some stuff. I yeah. Have you guys gotten any I we got like a little bit of feedback from like show-wise. Has anybody else given you feedback? Yeah, my mom said it rocks. <laughs> she Is was that- like I like the part where you hit the drums and I'm like, thanks mom. (laughs) But she's like bit, she, this is, she's been like your number one fan from the beginning though. Like, I mean, as most mom, they're like, to be fair, I'm not saying that as like a generic, like throwing that out generically because there are some moms who could give two shits. Uh, My mom supports what I do as a hobby, but she won't, uh, and she'll go and she has gone and seen me pre- perform live music and think it's fun, but is a, uh, you know, a little hesitant. And I know, and I've, but I've also had worked with some people who their parents are fucking think it is the worst thing possible that it is almost should be a crime. Damn. It is that this music that this culture that we that we participate in is basically criminal. But to be fair, some of I mean, basically, (laughs) 
but basically some of those people are that say that are 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 some in the in the same lane that probably didn't have a problem with what happened um at the capitol a week ago (laughs) yeah should we uh get into that or um there's there's not much to get into we're not i don't like there's obviously a lot of politics that go that go into hardcore and punk, but I feel like when the, when a event like this happens, what what else is there to say? So I mean, we can touch on a little bit the guitarist from Iced Earth. Oh, I was literally about to. Write or that. or what or um, what some of us have called Aluminum Maiden um have he was he was there and he is like one of like not only was he there he is front and center and probably one of the most he like most shared pictures are like uh publicized his picture is all over the news just as much as buffalo face or that Uh, guy who put his like foot on nancy pelosi's desk oh yeah those three are like the like if they were to make like a game out of that they would be like those would be like the main pieces like for for real like for like storming the capital monopoly um they would straight <laughs> these these would straight be like straight be like getting the little monopoly hat the little the little boot and uh and a car that those would be those would be like because those are my top if i'm if i'm ever actually playing monopoly which mm-hmm. I'm sure if my girlfriend's listening down the hall, she's like, bitch, you don't fucking play Monopoly. <laughs> I'm like, I just don't. I'm like, not with you. <laughs> Yo, That's not. Pokemon not <laughs> what? Pokemon Monopoly. You oh. gotta try that version. Ooh, that sounds so good. I do like Monopoly. It's here's here's my problem. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna play a game, I'm invested. So I get real competitive real fast um my girlfriend has seen it when i play magic i played magic with her cousin years ago when we first started dating and did not go very well because at first i was doing good and then he was getting he was um he's giving me shit and then when i started doing better towards the end where we did a very fucking long game hours and hours and as i started to uh fuck him up a little bit i i started to get uh not nice (laughs) and he was telling me to calm down and i wasn't calming down so verbally teabagging yeah so he was he was egging me on and then i decided Cause like if you egg me on, I'm gonna I I'm a human egg. I'm fucking uh, the we've already we've already established this. If people can't people will not aren't aren't going to see this part, but I am um you know I'm straight up look like a fucking egg, and even more with these small little goddamn headphones with my uh, house set up here. So, but to iced earth. Um, I posted a little, I posted a little thing on our, on our TikTok, um, before we get, before we get too far ahead, um, social medias, 
uh, at Dead Air NWCZ on both Instagram and Twitter. Chris, you need to get out, you need to get on the Twitter because you're on Twitter way more than me, and you need to help. You need to help do your fucking part. Instagram, I can do. Um, the website is deadairhardcoreradio.com. I'm really like teetering of what I what I need to do with it to keep it fucking updated perfectly because I'm I'm like not that that's it's fucking hard. I might stop doing the articles because that one that part is is hard because um one thing to know about this show um and is myself uh Trevor and I, I do I do mostly everything. Chris comes in He's he's shaking a pen. He's shaking. He he plays with the cat and he provides backup commentary. But the show yeah. is basically, it's it's a, you know, me and sometimes Chris. That's uh, the most accurate uh, reflection that I've heard. So and, and that's and that's fair. You're still I still count you as at these days as a co-host again because you're here more than other other people. So uh that's chill. So so yeah, dead air at dead air um NWCZ both Instagram, Twitter, Facebook.com slash dead air hardcore radio and dead air hardcore radio.com. You can also send us an email at dead at dead air nwcz at gmail.com. Um, you know, provide us feedback. You can also uh give us uh you know, suggestions for stuff to play, uh, submit your own band, all that good shit. Um, also, we have the DAHC253. Once again, DAHC253 on TikTok, where I literally just talk about, um, I kind of just uh, talk about all adjacent genres to punk, hardcore, and whatnot, and answer people's fucking questions, whoever go across there and it's just kind of it's literally just almost like a fucking it's like uh the punk uh facebook forums but but base but like of in video chat form where some like there's some really fucking cool people and then there are just some straight up fucking turds and but that's with all of social media and all of just tiktok in general um so also in uh spotify itunes um google podcast anywhere you can get podcasts please hit us up on there subscribe and send us uh feedback so back to the show so iced earth turds um at least the at least the guitarist is a turd Mm -hmm. he's uh, I could, you could kind of people, if people, uh, if there's any doubt, like I'm so tight, like, so now anytime that someone tries to pull the Antifa card, this will be the perfect example oh, right yeah. here, right here, because you can look up all these people. They're so easily Googleable in their own respective worlds. And there's no fucking doubt. With most mass protests, there might be, I there's no there there's no certainty like there might be undercover people. But this also what also this shows is that there is no doubt in my mind 
that there was a lot of right-wing undercover people over the summer for Black Lives Matter protests. There's no doubt in my mind, and this seals that argument. A hundred percent. You can't, now you cannot backpedal because you've seen what happened. You, the, the, it's, it's done. You can't say that there's no possible way because this showed that there's a possible way. The one thing, even the stupidest of bullies, the one thing they can do really well is bully and be good at hiding their shit and making them look like they are, you know, like they are free of, of all that they're, that they're, you know, that they are clean and they're, you know, better, the more mature person they're that's, they're the Kings of fucking gaslighting. They know how to, oh. to fuck up a situation and make shit and, 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 and then act mature. And, and when you see, you know, somebody crying at a protest, they, they're like, well, we're the mature ones. We're the, we're the, uh, we're the people of law and order. And I'm like, nope. I just, I just saw you guys get fucking uh, dragged out of the airport screaming and crying. And you could not give two shits when that happened to somebody on the streets of Portland, when they got fucking thrown into to an unmarked fucking vehicle so wait trevor you mean to tell me that like because this directly affects them now they're crying in an airport Ugh. you mean like there's repercussions for like storming a federal building what all i gotta say is all aboard the trump train because we're now on a no-fly list i wonder how many of these people like Straight up think that daddy Trump is just gonna like pardon them. You no, know, he already abandoned ship. Exactly. Like the conductor, the con- this is like oh, this is like snow piercer, but the fucking dude all the way at the top, all the way at the front of the train is gone. <laughs> Yo, you see they're making a like a show out of that on HBO? It might be good. I'm not sure, but Back to the iced earth, yeah. turd, 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 and here's here's what I'm gonna say. Some people got mad at me because they like people are like, you need to give this to the FBI. You need to give this to the FBI. You need to give this to the FBI. And I'm like, here's what I do when I out someone. I out so people can be aware, and people you now have the information. I don't want. I don't trust. <laughs> Still don't, I don't trust the government and I don't trust the FBI. I don't trust, like, just because they're do, people are doing something that I agree with does not mean that they are on my side, that the, it does not work like that. So I will not, because <laughs> a lot of people were replying to that for my iced earth uh, video that when I showed when I showed that, cause it kind of went viral and I was like, no, no, it's that one. That's not happening, but I am, I will expose the fuck out of anyone, but I'm not, I'm not taught and I'm not going to the feds. I don't want to have any connection with the feds. I'm not trying to go back to July when they were fucking to putting people into unmarked vehicles yeah, no. So, so fuck you. It's that's it's just happens. Uh, 
<laughs> that you know they get it right one one out of the gajillion times. So also I think another person I forget if, if they're like a psych rock person, Ariel Pink. I remember there they were at the fucking storming too, and it was like a weird, weird one because they're like an indie rock type person who doesn't seem like like that it's 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 like you look at them and i've and i've uh listened to a little of them from dealing with some other people at like uh the college radio station and didn't like the music but uh i get it but it didn't it, but threw me off because it like it did not seem like that was uh the thing but in but to be fair some of the like people like this like who are like really like hippie become like radicalized by the by the right because of the, like the fucking conspiracy theories it's usually the conspiracy theory part that really fucking gets them and because it's because they were already like you know worried about the government so so they're so this is the this is the side of politics where they're just churning the this shit fucking out. All right, so let's uh let's get away from this because, like I said, I didn't want to do politics. But um, so for music, we're gonna get to an interview with a city of industry in just a little bit. But uh, we're gonna start. I'm doing a lot of uh, as much local music that's come out in the last like month or so as possible. Um. On an earlier episode, we played a uh, single from Blunt Force, and I was actually super um, impressed by kind of their their style of crossover. Because from what I heard prior, it's just like somebody said, "Oh, it's a band that that bases all their shit on smoking weed," and I'm like, "Um, that can go one of two ways. It's it could be either cool and fun or just stupid," and it's neither of those. It's, it was neither of those lanes. It's just, it's fucking, it's fucking really good um, crossover mixed with punk hardcore. So uh, they put out a second single titled Raised on uh, Destruction. And I'm behind any fucking good Tacoma band, 100%. And uh, if you're not from Tacoma, I definitely would check out this band. There's a lot of bands that I would consider like in-house bands that probably will ne- even even not in a pandemic will uh, probably not tour that much, maybe down up and down the coast if they feel like it, but we'll stay mostly in the north in the Pacific Northwest. But so something to check out. And maybe if you are coming in town and they are uh, playing, don't fucking miss it. Um, so like I said, lots of uh, local stuff I wanted to kind of generate around uh, this interview, but before, yeah, let's, uh, let's go ahead and we'll do, we'll, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to put this in my playlist a little bit lower uh, for us to play. So I want to do music from uh, generation decline, which uh, if you, which is a huge in-house band for, if you, ever have played in Bremerton over the last like at least like seven or so years you you have run into people in this band you've probably played in this played with this band with your punk hardcore metal um they've they're one of probably 
the only bands left that I know that really ride for um, that remote Bremerton area because uh, and I think that's important because that is a side that is a side that can that usually gets uh, very neglected um, but has a huge historic presence for how um, not inaccessible it is it is not a very if you've been to pacific northwest or you live in the pacific northwest you know it's not a very accessible part of the uh of the state because you can you have to get there by ferry you have to get there by toll bridge um it's not it's just not easy somehow they even through ebbs and flows and sometimes you will go to a show i've played shows and it's 10 to 15 people but the fact that they can still consistently uh, churn out, like still do it where like some even big scenes can't or big venues can't. I got to give huge fucking props for better or worse. And listening to the new generation decline. Um, if you're fans of, of literally straight punk hardcore and not the other way around. Um, and you are fucking uh, real punks that are uh, about about that fucking crust life. Listen to listen to this new record. I really I really like it. It's called it's titled "The Death of Hubris." It uh, came out just the beginning of December. As I'm catching as we're catching up with some uh, December releases here on the show, so we're going to get back to the music, um, and then we'll we'll be back in a minute. Uh, you're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. This is Need to Scream.
Flower Chains Collective. I felt like I was watching a dream I'd never wake up from. DIY clothing you can't get anywhere else. Now you have something to look forward to after you die. Information at flowerchains.us. Yeah. 
All right, you're back. We're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. So we're going to get to our interview in just a minute. Um, we started right after Generation Decline. We played the band Necra with uh, Esquire off their uh, record Royal Disruptor. Really good fucking Euro uh, punk, hardcore punk um, from London. And five song, five song EP off of... Uh, off of the Disco's Punk uh, label. Check it out. After that, went to some music that came out on uh, Flat Spot Records, the uh, n- the latest Karma record. I listened to it all, all back to front, um, the the whole uh, EP uh, just the other day. And honestly, I fuck with it. I haven't been uh, subjecting myself to too much uh, heavy hardcore lately. So it so it, I think it came out pretty well, pretty perfectly on my on my end. Like with I liked I liked the vocals. There's there's nobody doing like the kickback style vocals right now, and it's obviously not super Euro kickback vocals. Yeah. Obviously, it has it's more you know East Coast East Coast uh, heavy hardcore, but I. Can't see anything I don't I don't like about the the uh, new, this new EP. You've listened to it. Uh, have you listened to the whole thing? I've listened about half of it, but pretty much like uh, just kind of like piling on what you said. Um, yo, what this band does pretty good in this recording is just like the transitions in the songs. Like I've always been a big fan of like sudden transition. Bam, you're moshing. You know what I mean? And then it, yeah, no, they they. They smack it. They they smack you in the face with a very good, like fast transition, but nothing, nothing too like just oh what the fuck nothing nothing oddball. It um, it's 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 efficient. Let's let's put it at that. It's a, it's a it's efficient, um, fluid, and it's uh, it works. That's what you want. That's what you want when you're fucking moshing to fucking East Coast uh, moshy hardcore. So, Karma, most dangerous game, flat spot records. They slowed down. Like, I think I said this the last time. They slowed down a lot this year. They were, they churned out a lot of shit really fast pre pandemic. And, like, most people, like most people, they probably had no fucking clue what was going to happen. And, you know, they just were like after uh after february they're just like kind of slowed down a lot they did they did a couple um they have like a rule them all live set and speed came out with uh with a flex back like late spring i think and then and then this so which is which is totally fucking fine i flat spot record still rules so we're going to get... I was going to say, uh, ha- have you noticed that about Flat Spot, though? I feel like they're kind of more of like a, like a quarterly release type of label, you know? They'll just kind of, you know, every uh, quarter, they'll like kind of put out like uh, like highlights, some, you know, particular releases from artists or whatever, and it really kind of, uh, you know, showcases stuff. That's kind of what I feel like um, their timeline's been, just from what I noticed. Cause you know, like you got like other labels, like, like Close Casket, Run for Cover, um, you know, Life to Live. They're they're churning out stuff, and then but but when a uh, Flat Spot puts out stuff, it's just like it's 
they very like highlight it, you know, but it's it, obviously well, because as- it's also I think with with this, these are bands that need that really need to tour because they yeah. they have they the every every release on flat spot has major potential but you can't fucking um you can't really do much with that potential and make that grow without the proper you know circumstances and you know with some of these some bands like um you know they are they already have like terminal nation was is been a band like that they were like in the right place the right time um and stan always works really hard has already made a name for himself by just being an overall fucking stellar person and worked really fucking hard on on his brand so they didn't need as much help but some of these bands kind of do um and are really good bands end it um constrict typecast all all and rule them all all could have really benefited from having tours this year and not just and not just fucking um you know live streams or whatever hands of god all these bands are bands that would that are great that would really needed this year to go different Mm -hmm. so i'm pretty sure they just like at the at this time they're just uh they're they're standing back and standing by lol lmao also just if anybody has 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 figured this has figured this out yet yet i just want to i just like the disclaimer i'm not a fan of of right or left when it comes to this political spectrum thing but if you're a fascist, you know, oh. give me the listen if you really fucking want to, but don't don't ever expect me to to fucking talk to you. Like you want if you want to give me hate listens, go fucking ahead. But fuck you. I'm not here for you and I don't fucking support you. Fuck fascists. Um the next track. What? I was just I was going to say like what's the next track? <laughs> you want to you want to move off of that real quick <laughs> yeah um, did you see my tweet what did you wait what did you say do i need to check oh, the just, twitter <laughs> i just posted a pic of this guy this guy wearing a, a hoodie that said anti antifa oh yeah i and, saw that i saw that earlier uh, um he yeah. that's so fucked up so um so the the track the name of the track was uh Forced Out of Heaven uh by by Karma and uh we're gonna get to False Flowers by uh the subtitle track off of the new LP from City of Industry right about now and then we're gonna talk to uh the band catch up with them. Do didn't mean to do it like this, but this this is we t- it was an exactly a year ago uh today that we did like the first little thing with them so uh, i'm glad to have like kind of our our yearly checkup with the band um if you haven't checked out false flowers um honestly i love this shit it is emotional it's fucking drenched in fucking um in fucking anger and i love it um it's if you love if you love kind of like 
emotional hardcore. I used to to kind of tag this uh, this shit uh, with like modern life is war, but it definitely has a little bit more some some uh, you know some screamo vibes, some touche vibes. It's if you if you like that style of like of the early 2010s uh, Tumblr Tumblr core, this is like a much better version of that in my opinion so check it out oh my god my fucking uh lights are flickering is it stormy over at your place chris oh yeah really you know good old uh rainy windstorm we're having i i just i just started to see lights fucking flicker so we'll want to we'll probably want to um we'll probably want to wrap up sooner than later. So we're going to uh, get back to that. And then we'll, we'll, we'll be back a, a little bit later to end the show. You listen to dead air two hours of hardcore radio. Oh! 
remember Kaiser Bill about a year ago. We told your old friend Bernstorff that he'd better pack and go. You laughed and said America possessed no fighting stuff until our fighting Yankee boys walked in and called your bluff. Yo, we're recording, so... uh What's up, guys? Uh, it's been one whole, almost like one whole year from today since I've uh, talked to y'all uh, on the show, on the podcast. Uh, we got City of Industry. Um, the weirdest thing about it is like that whole month, like January was very, was like very surreal just because like January, February, nobody would have like, you know, we're all hopeful for like the best year. Um Obviously, you were you guys had had music out and you were excited to go out there and and fucking kill it. And I was excited to do some cool shit with the show. And then um, we got fuck the entire world got smacked in the face with reality. And um, it's been uh, it's things are a lot different since the last time I saw you guys. Uh, so tell us how have you been? I'm good. Oh, I think I could collectively say we're good. For the most part, or I guess more or less. Yeah. All things considering. All things considered, yes. I've gotten really good at video games. <laughs> what what games have you been playing? Uh, old, a lot of old school JRPGs on Super Nintendo and uh, Call of Duty Warzone. And I replayed Breath of the Wild. Got half the Korok seeds. And gave up. So when the like when the pandemic first kind of hit, you guys had um, you guys actually put out two um, releases since like since the pandemic. And since the last time I I talked to y'all, um, I think two, right? Two or yeah, more. You, yeah. You caught us at the tail end of uh, conspire, conspire, conspire. We played some songs for you at the at the station. Yeah, and then uh, we did a little two-song EP with an, a, one original and one cover, and we released that I think first or second week of April, like right when everything started getting kind of out of hand, and we were just like, "Well, everyone's at home, might as, might as well just like put it out." And then uh, we just released our newest full-length, "False Flowers," on December fourth, which is very exciting. It's very exciting. It's super. It's super sick. I've listened. I've. Um... Like I, I liked what you guys had before, but I'm like, I'm really, I'm really digging everything from just like, it's just everything that, um, that I would, that I would say you did, you did before you are doing it again, but just a tad more darker, a little bit more passionate and everything. The, I really like the vocal recording approach of everything kind of more sounding like in a wet cave. Oh, cool. Thank you. So I I think um was there anything really different with uh what putting together this record from the last? I think there might have been a little bit of difference as far as like uh writing process. Uh I let everything flow kind of naturally, but I really wanted to put my best foot forward and with the help of these other two guys uh came out good and we recorded a new studio up in Anacortes, Washington called The Unknown which is basically like an old Catholic church. So like a lot of the sick sounds, like the drum sounds and vocal sounds and all that stuff came from like this natural juicy reverberation of the room, which was very cool. And that's what, and you could really, you could really hear it. Like, I don't think it, I mean, I'm not, I don't have the best ear in the world, but like 
that's it really it really came out as a as as down standing out from uh what i've heard previously from the band oh well thank you i think uh we definitely took some uh creative liberties this time um you know um did a lot of things we hadn't done before but obviously continue to stay true to what we do um but the, the, the fact that we recorded in a completely different space really gave it, uh, I think, a, a different sound. We also recorded it to tape, which we had not done before. I think that also kind of gave it a little bit of depth and, uh, and you know, made, made it sound the way it does. No, I'm, a, I'm excited about it. Like, did you even think that was this was did you want to put it? I feel like we talked about you guys like last time coming in, you wanted to you wanted to, you know record and put some more uh shit out but was was this the is was this the plan all along just minus shows yeah i'd, I'd say so i think the they would agree with me yeah yeah oh, oh, oh yeah after conspire 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 osa was like i already got the i already got the new shit bro like, I already got <laughs> you guys it. already yeah. had new shit yeah. instantly it's ridiculous you guys yeah. already you guys already had it last time i uh I was like, you got when you guys in the studio, you pretty much told me you guys were like, already had shit, were in the works to. Yeah, we were before. already working on it. I was like, whoa, let conspire, 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 breathe, man. <laughs> He's like, I'm I, ready for the next one, dude. This one's gonna be even better. It's almost and like we were excited, so we you know we rolled with it. It's almost yeah. like also was it like is a genius in that in that like with with the foresight of of the gods knowing that like. <laughs> without knowing what was to happen because honestly putting as much music out uh, as possible is our was already the market pre uh covid it's really fucking is now it really (laughs) with that being the only source of of musical entertainment um besides maybe uh the occasional live stream here and there uh Mm -hmm. that's this is like you got you got to do it like you're like you're a, like you're a, a freaking SoundCloud rapper. You got to just like just fucking yeah totally. yeah. But we definitely it, don't want to halt the momentum. We got to keep the momentum going. And and I mean you know the whole the upside of this this COVID situation is you know uh, Osa's he's writing he's 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 in in his head coming out with all kinds of cool new ideas and uh you know uh we we have gotten together a few times here in my little stuff room and uh and you know laid down some new tracks already for us to to work on so it's uh it's allowed the the his creative process to to continue to flow and that's just i, I want to keep feeding that because i just bang the skins but he's he's the he's the one pumping out the the quality songs here yeah for real and that yeah, trevor uh we have uh it may please you to know we're like as paulo just said we're working on a new album and we're pretty much <laughs> basically have three quarters of it written and this is like this is gonna blow false flowers out of the water Come <laughs> <Shut laughs> <up>, man <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I I believe you know what I'm I'm get, I'm going to have faith in you because I, like I said that foresight that you that you guys had to just keep 
keep going where like a lot of like dude me myself i was this whole thing stopped me in my tracks where i at first i was like okay this is a really cool thing where i can like churn out a lot of content and then i'm just like and and then i'm just like i don't know where to go from here because i haven't been going to shows and i don't and i don't want to hear like like nobody wants to hear the whole covid talk over and over and over and over again yeah like so i think you guys are are pretty smart i'm just like you you gotta stick to what what you guys know how to do because a lot i know a lot of people have been you know scheming like oh how do i do you know do i do a live stream this or do or do that i think um focusing i mean you have all the time in the world right now to to record music and then hit the ground running. Totally. And I, I mean, in a way, if I mean, you guys seem very excited and positive about this. So like, I see, I see nothing but like opportunities during this time. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is like, we've like, I, I think Jack and Pablo could agree, like, especially in like the local, like Seattle, Portland scene, since this whole COVID, especially recently, like I've seen so many bands that we played with or friends of like bands that are friends of friends and stuff who are just like, sorry, we're calling it quits. You know? Yeah. It's been a good It's like, damn dude. Like that's all it took for some people to just, you know, I get it. Like I could empathize, yeah. but it's a discouraging time. It can be tough to like try yeah. and grapple with everything that's happening and not let it be down. I understand not wanting to like, no, I completely agree. And like and then some people like yourselves you're you guys keep uh keep going um i have friends who like haven't played music in almost 10 years and they're starting to do stuff again because as a working adult like like for some like let's just say someone who's like i don't know in their late 20s early 30s the last five years like if for is usually nothing but like grinding it out and being a fuck like if you're in the work field and you have a family you're just you literally have to just like work your ass off and not and and sometimes there's no room for music and then for the first time ever uh, there's room for music again because there's nothing else because you're usually because they're all working from home and all doing so there is there are plus sides that it, it just really it just really depends on the person uh, where they are currently and um, just like how and how they how they how they see the situation yeah it's it's what you do with the time right I mean you, let's say you get laid off or you have to take time off work you know a lot of people might sit and stress about it and you know I, I I'm stressed about it I, I understand but um, you know sometimes through through harder times or through suffering that's that's when 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 you get to kind of reach further in and 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 create something fantastic through your art whether it's music or whether it's painting or whatever it is that you do so if you look at it you know from the perspective of hey this is an opportunity for me to to reach in and 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 do something with this extra time then who knows after this or, you know, during this, we're going to see people pumping out fantastic music, fantastic art just all over the place because 
because they're at home and they have the time. And, you know, I can see why people would get down, want to give up, but, you know, eventually we'll do shows again. That's what I miss the most. And once we do, you know, we, we're working on enough stuff to, to hit the ground running, like you said, and, and, and have even stuff in our back pocket that we could, you know, pull out to, to keep it fresh, to keep it new and to, to continue to enjoy it. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've heard a lot of people is like, if like, this is the perfect time, like anybody who I've talked to in the business, it's like, because they're like, it's going to be like crazy. Like I, everybody's anticipating it and to be like when it actually really hits and people can, and everything's wide open and not like in a small capacity. It, it, I'm everybody is anticipating. We could be wrong. We could be wrong. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping we're not wrong. I think I'm you're hoping, right. I think most people, yeah. most people I've talked to in the industry uh, are are bracing for impact because it's it's gonna it's going to it's gonna be good, but it's gonna be overwhelming at first because hopefully and hopefully that's really good for on the smaller and local level because like most big national tours are going to be sold the fuck out like oh yeah first, <laughs> so yeah. oh yeah. You're totally right. I mean, uh, once once people are able to go to shows again, I mean, it's going to be packed all the time. I mean, people people are going to be itching to go out to bars, and you know, once it gets back yeah, anything. to normal, anything. Like, so local shows are going to be absolutely booming because, like you said, yeah, big shows will be sold out. And uh, I mean, I know I'm going to be that. I'm going whenever I can because I am fatigued of <laughs> well and there's there's so many of these young bands that have just even come up through the pandemic of just every of every type of genre and i've seen a lot of like i've seen a lot of um i've seen a lot of growth i've seen a lot of people i've seen a, just a lot of people um start to me being i've i've been uh I've been on the TikTok a lot the, as a as a thirty one year old male more than I should have should be, but um, I made I made one for the show and I've been able to see a lot of kids, a lot of young kids, really really fucking excited, like kids making their own band stuff, like stuff that was like that I that when I first like when I left college like, you know five six years ago was not was like it was a lot of the stuff of like of like high school kids they were kind of fucking fatigued and tired of it and now they're like for just like that moment in time and now like i see so much of the younger generation a lot of the gen z like really fucking really fucking excited and having no clue about shows and my biggest my biggest thing is all of us like who are part of it bands we just got to do our best to provide a you know a fun welcoming and positive experience because a lot of the reason um just like these shows don't like people leave is because of just like you know attitudes elitist shit and um you know stuff and stuff like that and i'm 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 my hope is when shit gets uh gets like you know back in order there's gonna be these kids who have never been to a show the best thing to do is not act 
like yeah like we once were <laughs> they need a welcoming experience for sure i mean I, i'm no i'm no stranger to that feeling of kind of like feeling out of place in the in the scene because i don't have i didn't have a background in hardcore coming into this and i've just learned through the band and become a fan of you know a lot of uh a lot of the people we play with kind of were some of my introduction to hardcore before uh you know jack and Oso were nice enough to to kind of school me if you will through their wisdom um but uh yeah i, I mean we we do need it to, you know, i welcome one and all to come to come watch and have fun because it's it's it is for for everyone and anyone that wants to enjoy it you know this is it's it's supposed to be a, a safe place right for people to just enjoy the art because there's a lot of kids like the last show i went to was like right before the end of the pandemic and there was a lot of kids that were of high school age there and it was it was cool because um we talked about it a year ago there's been a there's been somewhat of a of a lull here in seattle in in certain parts of the scene and like a lot a lot of like the shows i've been you know that i was starting to attend to or people promoting on dead air were a lot of 21 plus and and that's what and that's where it was kind of skewing for a while but seeing people under 21 start to come in was really really cool it's just the there's a lot of people be that go to shows that'll act like you know they don't know how to don't know how to react to people there's a, there, there's <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of gatekeeping i would call oh, it a lot yeah, of that's... And, and and i feel that and like if you go to like some of the the uh like the straight edge shows where you know you get younger kids out there they go hard they go harder than the older folks because they're young they can break themselves like we went we did a show and it wasn't even like that big that busy remember was in tacoma we did a a straight edge show right and or it was was predominantly yeah it was was real art it was that real art yeah yeah the kids went hard. It was fantastic. And it's like, that's, that's refreshing because a lot of times you play shows in Seattle and, you know, yeah, people are older. They don't want to go as hard as they did back in the day. They don't want to start stomping around and hitting people. And they're like, hey, that's fine. You don't have to do that. And that's not what it's about. But like, you know, it's nice to see, you know, some younger folks getting out there and, and showing some energy. They got plenty of it. Totally. And that's why it's I like. Brought, it's, it's funny you brought up TikTok because I browse TikTok where I'm taking a shit, and hardcore TikTok is a thing. Yeah, like, I'm, I get you will TikTok you will find stuff. me on there. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna like just on my front page. You're gonna pop up, and I get a lot because I'm in a hardcore band. I get a lot of hardcore TikTok. Raise up, check out these bands, or like just some guy stomping around to some like new badass song that came out and i'm like oh wow this is a thing there's a community and yeah it's mostly young kids and i think so this was talked about on on one of the more popular uh hardcore podcasts and one of their complaints was that shit is cringy and i'm sure that cringy because it's a lot of younger kids who have younger kid opinions about and i'm like fuck you I'm going to go join them. I'm going to go hang out with them. I don't, I don't need, I don't need to hear your, your old decrepit bullshit opinion anymore. I, I just want to, I like, I'm the, these kids, I'm, I'm going to be too old to go to, 
to do this one or I'm going to be dead one day. I want, I want this shit to come to continue. And I want to, and I want to, I want to network with these people and talk with them, share, share my ideas, listen to their ideas and we can build this shit together. Totally. Yeah. I mean, if you ignore the future, you'll become part of the past. And uh, yeah, it, 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 can't be cringe. it can't be. Some of that shit is cringy though. And that's fine. Do your thing. But like, uh, yeah, you you if you can't just you can't gatekeep the whole thing because it's not the way you like it. You either make it your own, or you have to join them. But if you just sit there and hate, then you're then you're just a hater, dude. No one likes that. Well, and people are t- people are going with like a lot of like with TikTok. There's um, a lot of some you know like because of this year, the year before. Um, 2019 um, was a lot of younger kids and it was mainly Gen Z and then a lot of millennials, Gen X and so on and so forth started finding the app and, and started putting, bringing their ideas and obviously with that there's older ideas and uh, gatekeeping involved and like the whole thing for a while was that whole thing that everybody does in the stupid punk rock Facebook groups saying this, this shit is not punk rock Green Day is not punk rock. They're on Facebook. I know. They're on I'm, Facebook. T- it's it's <laughs> equally all, as cringy. Just tell it like I'm tired of hearing the fucking the fucking Green Day argument uh, ever. I don't want to hear that. I'm just like, how are you guys not tired of that? How are you guys like? I can't do it. <laughs> hey Trevor, speaking of TikTok and stuff, can you make me a promise? Can you do some more sideways hat? shirtless videos <laughs> dude those are great i want dude that one you did with you're drinking a slurpee or something i was like bro this guy is whoa bro <laughs> so <laughs> yeah dude i'm a big fan i'm a big fan <laughs> so one thing that everybody has to know there's a dead air tiktok where i talk about music and have everything kind of like revolving around that. And then I have a personal one where I am just, I, I just call it a content trash dump where the first thing that comes into my head um, just did, did us. Did you see the one uh, that I did about tattoos? Yes. That one got so much hate. I, <laughs> it still gets hate to this day. I I went oh. that one went legitimately viral and it was not not in a not in a good way because <laughs> it it just it just gets me like where I should have had followers it's just daily like you're going to hell <laughs> <laughs> somebody <laughs> somebody literally people like daily make videos superimposing devil horns onto my head Oh geez. What did you say about tattoos? What, what so I made I made a satirical video based on when I was a and I made context. I made a context video. So I used to be in like Christian bands and uh Christian metalcore, metalcore bands <laughs> and stuff like that. And I just and I used to get judged. My friends used to get judged because they had tattoos. So I made a I made a, a video saying that you it basically saying you're going um of course i i don't have tattoos because i love god and have fun and and hell sinners and it was uh <laughs> you'll have to look you'll have to, i can't I, I it was something i just did on the fly 
and I can only do one time. And yeah. I, I had no expectations and the, I still, to this day, this was made in September and I like people are still like find They're me and, and they target me. And I'm just Damn. like, I was Jack, just like, you're going to hell, Jack. Tattoos. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, you must I'll be in be- good company, I suppose. Uh, and they're like, you must be a gay communist. And I was like, dude, a gay I, communist? I was like, I was like, dude, I'm making fun of you. The people, the all the Christians are like, this is. I was like, dude, I made. And then they start insulting me. I was like, you're insulting me. I am making fun of you. And then, <laughs> so, anyway. I have been- I haven't witnessed these shirtless uh, videos you're talking about, Elsa. That uh, sounds you gotta pretty check cool. them out. They're sick. Go on, go on uh, Trevor's uh, Facebook. Yeah, those uh, ones usually do better. On now we're talking about my about my my TikTok performance and how <laughs> like the shirtless ones for some reason did a lot but do a lot better on my Facebook. But uh, yeah, I, I started doing. I mean, we're we're all doing weird shit out here uh, <laughs> during, <laughs> during the. Hey band, should should we get a TikTok? Should we not? Should we do, should we do that? Possible marketing. Possible. Probably not. It, Probably been... not because TikTok is cringe, dude. So cringe. Honestly, if the t- if I'm if I if I can be your TikTok market. Like if I could, if I could market you guys, I would have Pablo probably be the main person. Like so far, like you're the most. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> the most TikTok, TikTok. Yeah. Person. He's built for it. <laughs> you gotta get that bull. You gotta get that Bulma shirt with the big yitties. With the yeah. big yitties. Yitties. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trevor. Yes. Can I bore you with something real quick? Go for it. I had the sickest mail day today. I ordered this stuff like right before Christmas. And I got my favorite record of the year in the mail oh, today. Dude, everybody's been talking. So I need to get some more on. Dude, Mill Spec's been on so many like lists. Like, Dude, that album's sick. And then uh, tr- uh, on Instagram, Triple B was saying that uh, if you order something like the past couple weeks, they'll add some extras in. So I ordered the primitive blast. Oh, LP. that was on my top. That was on the top. Uh, that was on my top list for sure. The primitive blast is super good. And he threw in the American Hardcore Volume Three for free. Dude, th- honestly, what's on that? Uh, Freedom, Turnstile, Fury. Oh, what was it? Uh, Barge, Criminal Instinct. Lots of good stuff. That's so sick. I didn't super know that cool. Yeah, there's like I think four or there's there's a few of them is it all originals uh yeah and it comes with a sick ass pamphlet too yeah sorry to bore you guys but no though that was that was sick we were just talking about we, we were just this is a hardcore podcast man that's the shit we should be talking about not we were, fucking TikTok. <laughs> we were i'm trying to launch pablo's tiktok career <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry honestly honestly the I could, he he would do that. pretty he would do pretty fucking good but what? let's move let's move back on um to the to the latest record let's talk about false flowers just a just a little bit um the last uh the last like full length 
I kind of I kind of compared to like some like mid two thousands like amazing core and melodic hardcore some stuff, but a little bit some something with like more of a uh, a darker kind of kind of edge with uh, stuff that sounded like you know hope conspiracy a little bit of like modern life is war stuff like this. There's um, stuff from this uh, false flowers record definitely. Um, I don't want to get, I don't want to talk too much about, uh, about TikTok, but it's been, but uh, it's really gotten me. Cause there's a lot of kids that are really, really like getting into the early 2010s, like uh, kind of like touche amore and stuff like, and, and stuff like that. And like, I was listening to the latest touche amore record, which is really fucking good. Um, it got, I've, yes. I've been really, and I've been really, yes. really, yes it's it's like so i've been really really into that so like listening to your record um kind of like right after that was like honest yes it is like it is honestly top tier um and because for a while i'm gonna be honest i was in a i was in a, a melodic band for a long time and then for some reason i was just like i i got surrounded by all my friends who just like stuff that was straight like either punk or heavy and I know like stuff that has like emotion gets a little poo-pooed a little bit. Like, like you guys Boy. have probably seen, you know, in the metal co- community and in general, people get people like, they don't want to, it, people like it, but for some reason they, people want to always actively shit on something that has a lot of like heartfelt emotion. That is, uh, that is like literally just like drenched in stuff in emotion in uh like touche amore or like half heart anything like that it's just like people like it but they but they also like they also are trying like oh that's just some that's just some like cryy sad boy screamy shit and i and i'm and i'm trying to this year i've been able to detach myself from that from from those uh from that bullshit like kind of uh mentality and just like, like I said, putting uh, false flowers up against like the new touche, honestly goes perfectly right next to each other. Because today I will, be, I will be a hundred percent honest. First time, first time listening was first time listening to the record all the way through was today, and so far, and I mean that's how this should be. Uh, best material you guys have put out to date. Thank, Thank you so much. Like, Thank it is, is top tier. Literally, not even not even joking. Probably the best uh, thing I've heard from anything in the Northwest in in probably the last like year and a half. Anything that. Oh. But. Oh. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> so, Thank you. <laughs> like honestly, like the way that you guys recorded and where you recorded goes a long way like it's seriously for my for my for my listening the the way that uh everything like you guys it's not totally like it's not like day and night in any in any in any way but just the little adjustments that you have made from just the recording and just maybe just new new writing and just constantly writing together um it's it's very it's very dialed in and i'm very um 
I'm really, really digging it. Where I, when I listened to Conspire, 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 I was like, this is really cool. And I was like, and then I listened to this, this new record. And I was like, I love this band. I, like, I love this music. I love this. I like, I'm, I am, I'm in. Well, we love you too, Trevor. So, oh, yeah. and that means a lot. So, so no, yeah. and that's, and honestly, this is the type of, in my, in my opinion, fuck, fuck all other opinions. But uh, in my mind, like, this is the type of music I see, like, um, I always like come back to, cause it's like something that has like real, like heart put into it. Always, always stay, always some, somehow, even if it like, you don't listen to it for a while, like for me with like Touche and uh, bands like that, it always somehow comes back to you. Like, it all like it always, it's always, it's always like lingers where it was sometimes, sometimes with, even with like a punk, like, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of punk records that are like, oh, this was a cool, this was a cool demo and this is fun. And this is, you know, fast eight, eight minute, eight minute demo. Like, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I remember that, but I don't, but I don't like, think i need to really listen to it right now with stuff like this like it doesn't stick with you yeah like yeah sometimes when i'm really feeling and when i'm in a mood i don't need to listen to i don't need, need to listen to just uh just something that's just fast 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 i need to hear i want to hear something that's like i'm feeling fucked up i want to i need i need to hear somebody who is screaming their like singing their fucking heart out and and feel and feel in the same way that I do because I can like so I can like somebody who fucking relates. I can't I need something I need something that relates and this is usually a genre of hardcore. Fuck like I said fuck other opinions. That I need I need I need this cuz it like this is what I I relate to the most. Well thank, thank you. you Trevor. Are you taking think- a pit? You know <laughs> you you saying that the That'd whole reason fine, why though. the whole reason why we made the the record more dynamic and and i think it just it feels the most like the most complete thing we've done is exactly that's what we wanted we wanted to make an impression and and stand out but make an impression where you think you know what like oh that was good like i do want to listen to it again you know what i mean like what you said about you listen to these great records demos songs and you're like wow that's really good but being able to have that lingering feeling of like wanting to go back to it and eventually going back to it like i mean that's really what that's a huge compliment because that's what we strive to do as a band is like we want to linger we want you to think about the 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 passion that we put into our work especially osa because he's the one writing it and his lyrics are fantastic and he's just such a good songwriter and uh and and that emotion that that you are describing he really does put into it, and and we do yeah. as well. I mean, we really do put uh, the emotion into the music because we, we we love doing it, and it just feels great. So for you to to validate that on your end as the listener means a lot. It, it that's that's the best compliment you can give us as musicians, because that's what we want for you know for for all of the fans. And I also believe so. Um, the first the first song is like the first song is like a kind of the intro uh the violin and kind of there's like a, a it's a violin and keyboard piece correct it's, it's a viola and piano viola and piano who's who's doing that 
Is that a friend or one of you guys? My uh, buddy Evan. Oh, yeah. I've known for a long time and also plays piano. So he wrote that on piano and then we sent it to my buddy Evan, who's a professional viola player. And he just wrote that. It was ridiculous. Recording with that guy was. It was perfect. Was pretty, like he did three takes and they were essentially identical one takes. It was. Yeah. I'm 100% a sucker for that shit. Um, yeah. For anybody who hasn't, who who doesn't already listen to this show, every, and if you start listening, you're going to fucking know that Trial is one of my favorite bands, one of the fa- my favorite bands from oh, the yeah. Pacific Northwest. And Reflections has a really cool, um, the intro to the Are These Our Lives record um, has a a really like epic intro like violent intro that really like it sounds like a it kind of sounds like a uh like a build-up to a 90s like james bond or like something that's really really epic like that and uh or like or uh kind of just like a 90s action movie in general and it and it it builds up into like a really fucking like sick like heavy mosh part and it's one of the coolest things so like i'm i'm a i'm a sucker for detail of of that source of like really kind of outsourcing to dip um to different ideas to uh put on your record because it's it's honestly it's like it's like a little treat it's it's really cool to have that have stuff like that um i think with this record especially i never tried to fit like our songs into like any type of like subgenre like a sound but this one, I totally like, kind of let my guard down lyrically and musically. And Jack and Paulo have been like the most trusting and supportive dudes to like write with because like I brought some stuff to them like with awful scratch like a parson on their electric drum set and like recorded to my so bad my, my my phone microphone and like I was showing them they're like Dude, this is garbage <laughs> like no no you you guys gotta trust me you guys gotta tr- like it's gonna be good and they trust me. And I appreciate that. And I feel like it totally paid off. And I think this false flowers and the next album or the next, next album, especially are kind of expanding on that kind of lack of, uh, I guess, lack of caring for, I don't know what the word would be. Uh, boundaries. Just like what's going on. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Boundaries and uh, what's going on. Like what's hip, what, what people are doing. Aware, are you, like self-awareness maybe. <laughs> um. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, possibly. Or I think it's more self-aware in, in a sense. I guess I'm just meaning like musically. Like I'm trying to just we're 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 trying to do something unique and not like abide by any type of template or cookie cutter bullshit that's out there right now. So being aware of what's going on and saying fuck that, I want I want this. Yes, exactly. And like not even necessarily just doing what comes naturally and what sounds right. You know, like just trying to not worry yeah. about it so much. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's exactly what it is. The, the way, the way I see it is like, this was like, we recorded this record. We, we put it down. Like it was, it was for us. Like it was like, we wanted to, we wanted to be happy with it as opposed to worrying about, whatever else could happen and and as soon as we listened to it for the first time uh and we liked it like that was like that was it for me it was like i hope everyone else likes it i hope that you know we get the exposure but 
I'm already like, uh, I have what I need from it already because I'm happy with it. And I think part of that is because, you know, the way Osa wrote it, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't for anyone else. It was, it was just reaching in and, and, and whatever wasn't, you know, whatever he had inside of him is what he put down with no holds barred. And so, you know, obviously it, we want to share this with, with people and have them enjoy it. But I mean, it really felt like, like I completed my mission with the album once I heard it and I loved it. You know what I mean? Totally. Like that's, that's yeah. when it felt like it was cathartic. It was like, okay, we did it. Cool. Like that's, that, that's it. You know, whatever else comes now, that's, that's extra. And that's, and you know, hopefully it's good. But um, that's all extra because we, you know, we we're happy with it. I don't think. Yeah, I've... like okay, continue. The ultimate goal, I think, is like, like I felt so good about this record because it was like probably the first thing I've played on that was like that. To me, feels like a truly unique listening experience. Like I don't hear a lot of other stuff in it, so it's like regardless of whether people take notice of it, it's like easy to be proud of the record you know like totally yeah i also yeah i don't think i've heard i i don't think i ever hear a record like with that explanation whenever i talk to someone when i don't think i ever hear a record explained like that that doesn't sound great i never whenever i whenever somebody explain I have never, I have never had like heard something and then somebody give me that explanation and then me go like, bullshit, you're lying. Like, <laughs> right. Like, I, yeah. like every time I'm like, this is, I just, I just did it. I, this is what I wanted to do. And um, I did, I think the last time I did an interview um, was with the band Spirit World. And that bit, the dude from that band was just like, he did it all himself. And he just did what I want to do. And like, he, when you listen to that record, um, given it's more like a heavy metallic record, it sounds exactly like what he said. And I'm like, yeah, I like, usually when you do that, a listener who actually is like, uh, you know, a fan of, of what you guys are doing is going to, is going to a hundred percent feel um, that, that passion, that effort, that just uniqueness of you guys doing what you want to do and be like, you didn't like not trying to sound, not trying to sound like anything, but whatever the fuck you want to do. But I'm, I, for one, um, fucking am sad. I'm sad. Cause I'm like, this is, this puts me a kick in the ass to actually like see a, see a live set from you guys when I, like I need to just make a list of shit that of of everyone I need to fucking see when uh when we're allowed to do that again because it's like every time like oh well I'm I'm like like I think you between the t- between the time that uh between the time we did our interview and the pandemic I think there was like two shows and most of the time I was yeah. like, I was yeah. like either I was either like working or doing or or doing something else. And I think there was one where there was also a, a show that I was attending that same night for another band. And I'm like, so I'm like, this is, this is like, I need to take advantage of every, you know, chance I can. Cause I'm like, I'm, 
I like I said, I really, really like um, what you guys are putting out. Um, I'm really glad to see what you guys are doing. And I think you guys are doing the right approach. Um, have you, I don't think you guys have done any like live shit. Have you done any live stream shit or have you guys just been writing No, We have, we have stuff from prior to the pandemic. That's like, if you want to watch a live video of us, it's good quality. Oh yeah. I've seen those. I saw those. The, yeah. Yeah. Nothing during the pandemic though. I've, we got we got some ideas in the works for that though. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 currently kind of working that out. It's gonna be we're like playing with the idea. I don't know, like me personally, like I'm not a fan of the live stream. Like unless you're a huge man, like the only ones I really dug this during the pandemic was like the one step closer one was really tight. Uh, the Touche More one was cool, and the Code Orange one was cool. But all the other ones, yeah. it's like it's not the same, and it's not like. I don't know. I think it's fallen on deaf ears. And it's just, it, it misses the whole like zeitgeist of the whole show experience and all that kind of stuff. So Art. I feel like me personally, I think yeah. only big bands are like the ones that are going to like make it really cool and be like, Oh, like I want to go back on YouTube and watch the Touche Mori set. Cause it was fucking sick. Or that one step closer one. That one was so good in my opinion. Yeah. And there's ones like, uh, like that, are, that are good sonically or like sound good recording wise. Like you're the knife is cool. That one was, Oh, that, that one was, that was cool but i was just like it's also like it, it was in their recording space and it was like this is all right like this is cool but i'm like this is eh. i was like you can't you can't really go that hard in a recording space and and fuck up your house uh well, it's hardcore yeah. without a crowd man it's like you're yeah. missing the like raw emotion of the live performance which is kind of the point of going to a hardcore show and without yeah. having like back and forth with the crowd, it's it's hard to emulate that. It's fe- well, it, it being feels, alone, you know. It, it just it doesn't feel as authentic because you know we kind yeah. of feed off of the energy of of the room, and when it's just us, it's like we don't want to have to fake it. You know, and like we we want to we want everything that we do and the way that we show ourselves to feel authentic and some like the whole live stream feels like we're just streaming a practice as opposed to doing like a real performance. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we have we've been talking about doing like more like a live session, like a professionally recorded live session uh, is more the route that we would like to go. Like pro um, shot as well. So it's yeah, so almost it's, music it's video quality, but live. But live, yeah. So, so that you know, people know that we play what we record, and you know, and we just want it to sound good. And 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 uh, if we if we make it if we make it more of a like like a recording session, that's going to get the energy up. You know what I mean? As opposed to uh, a live stream, I get excited when I record, so I can bring that energy into the studio. And and same with with uh, you know my bandmates we we get stoked so i'll I'll put on my van halen on the way to the recording studio and get super stoked yeah that's what does it it's the van halen (laughs) yeah (laughs) john john also loves van halen van halen cures my hangovers wait does it okay so wait we got van halen haters up in here uh yeah no not really (laughs) Like I used to, you know, I had, I had Van Halen cassettes that my mom gave me and stuff. And it's all, it's all like, 
when I was like in sixth, seventh, eighth grade, that was huge for me. But now it's like, you know, rest in peace, Eddie, but it's not my. Not yeah. My so yeah. Rest in peace, Eddie. So I can, I can, I can even just like tell you just like, cause I, so I, I liked Van Halen. All right. And then I saw them live and I was like, eh, it, it was. I should have never even brought that up. I just put on Van Halen when I'm hungover and I'm in the car ride and I need to get pumped up. I'm sorry, but it was pumped up. I have to talk about it now because I have to get my I have to get my anger out about the things that I witnessed this night from adult people. And given I was pretty still pretty young at this point, I was like twenty. Was it Hagar? Was it Hagar or was No, it it was um what's his face? Uh David, David Lee Roth. Roth. Yeah, David Lee Roth. Um, and, Damn. and and yeah, it was a David, <laughs> yeah. Lee, it was a David Lee Roth tour. Um. Eddie was Eddie was there, and he the, he did a a ten minute um like sideshow where he decided to stop the stop playing music, and he wanted to show people a video of his sheepdog, and explain how how this sheepdog like how it behaves and why he got it, and and how he trained the sheepdog, just out of no just he stopped mid song to do this. Weird. And told that's the a dude, fucking power move, dude. That's sick. Okay, <laughs> <the> <laughs> <God>. yeah. No. <laughs> Stop. Also, two more <laughs> things. Also, I couldn't handle the people that were like, f- like twenty years older than me in this crowd, drunk as all hell, and couldn't even sing the songs to ju- sing the words to jump correctly, like. They were seriously just like they were like mush mouthing lyrics to Van Halen songs. And I'm like, well, it sounds like they're singing it correctly if they're mush mouthing it. You know what, I mean? <laughs> what the fuck is this guy's deal? <laughs> What's going on over here, dude? Come on, the guy was on so much cocaine and probably alcohol in the studio. The guy brought a slide whistle and didn't even tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay and finally to top it off to, to top the two last things of that night i saw grown-ass adults tackle each other to the ground of like people in their late in their 50s and i'm just like over some bullshit like getting into fights at van halen over some bullshit and then i go to a denny's um down the street and some pe- and this dude was trying to bully us in the in the in the, this was like a scene out of a movie. He was wearing his old high school Letterman jacket, and he was fucking like he was he was fifty five and balding, and he was oh. he was he was trying Perfect. to bully my table and get us into a fight. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> aside from the bullies story uh i think i'm gonna leave this podcast uh an even bigger fan of van halen <laughs> <laughs> that's right dude it's my first time dogs are shit. honestly <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i don't rest in peace eddie no more van halen talk this is the, now this is this is like so the you know how there's like words that you're not supposed to say on on radio these are topics that you were not allowed to to bring on my show okay <laughs> No van, yeah. no, no van, no van Halen. We could talk about, oh. we could talk, talk Motley Crue. We could talk Rat, but we're not going to be, we won't be talking any ha- Van Halen. Fuck Motley Crue. 
I made a list. Of, I made a list of a couple of forbidden words from last time we were in a podcast with you, Trevor. Because, uh, but they're forbidden, so I'm not going to say them, dude. But wait, what did you do? Wait, I need to listen back last time to to words that triggered me. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'll, make, I'll tell you the tale. I was about to but... stop recording. I'll bring it up, and then I'm going to hang up. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't even hear. I didn't even hear what you said. I said once we stop recording, I'll just bring it up, and then and then I'm gonna hang up. <laughs> <laughs> that just just boy ball. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blue ball you. <laughs> you it's sound really, just really as bad, bad as really, those really. bullies in the re- in the Letterman jacket. No! Yeah, you're the cl- you're the class clown that never fucking grew up. <laughs> Ooh. That might be true. Ooh, I'm a goof. At I least I'm not that. a bully. I never I never condoned bullying. Super accurate though. <laughs> no, 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 no. I haven't no, peaked yet. I haven't peaked yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what that guy. That, that's basically what that guy was trying to, to say to me. That I scared day. my cat away. Oh no! Ah, oh, fuck! I miss. Uh, damn! I can't. I can't wait to see you guys in 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 actual real life. Anything else we wanna we wanna bring up before we uh before we finish up this recording? We have uh we have one more video coming out probably this month. It's actually a video for the song we were talking about. The intro song crumb set off our new album okay it's uh i'm not gonna talk about it but it's coming out soon it's very cool it's very cool very non-hardcore yeah we we did basically a promotional art piece to you know we we released for the intro song we released uh the album december 4th and you know obviously it was right before the holidays and this is kind of a crazy holiday season. So, you know, we, we before we released it, we released uh, the video for uh, False Flowers. Everyone listening, please go check out the video for False Flowers. Um, uh, it, it turned out pretty cool. That was all, you know, homegrown. And, uh, and, and, it, and it, looks, it looks badass. And then, you know, we released the album. Oh, we also had Equinox before that. We released the album. And then now, you know, after the holiday season, after the new year, we have a, a fun promotional art piece uh, that uh, we, we want to put out to help uh, promote, you know, the album that came out before the holidays. Remember then? You know what I mean? Um, so look, look out yeah. for that and, uh, you know, check out, check out False Flowers. It's, uh, it's on all the streaming platforms. Check out our merch. Check out our our uh, albums or our vinyl we got two we got dope colors we got uh the coke bottle clear is my favorite it's like coke bottle clear color looks awesome man i'm really happy with it yeah yeah all the merch is kick ass yeah i'm excited of course that was all uh that was all uh procured and and uh made by osa designed by osa yeah, he does all the art also. Oh no, he does that. he does some cool shit. His like I think uh you know, that makes like, you guys that get, that makes you guys a fucking powerhouse having doing like pretty much most of your shit in-house. Like yeah, he does all that makes the, you motherfuckers unstoppable. 
it's ridiculous. He'll just like, oh, I made this thing today. And it's like, yeah, that's so rad. Like, why are you so good at everything? I was, yeah. I, so back just a little bit to the live stream thing. So my my humble opinion is if you got to do a live stream, that's what you got to do. But I think, honestly, you guys are doing uh, doing the right thing. I think what you guys are doing is is what I would I would do if I was in in that position of just like you guys are just churning out as much content like as far as like actual music as possible and I think that's just I think that's the way to go anyone who's been doing that I think that's the that's just the best idea as humanly possible it's all we got right now man so it's all we can do yeah thank you so we're gonna keep doing it the one so for what is one thing about shows um, just attending or or playing that you were excited for when you when shows come back each of you round robins um, I personally kind of was getting burnt out of shows because we we've been playing shows consistently since December 2017 when our first CP came out and it was my first reintroduction to playing live music in like 10 years. So we were playing like some month, like most months, like at least once a week. And so, yeah, at the beginning of 2019, right before the pandemic, I was getting really burnt out, but now it's like, you know, I took it all for granted and I can't wait to play. And if there's ever some real hardcore shows, like I've never been a head walker, but damn boy, do I want a head walk? <laughs> Jack, what about you? You cut out when you were asking the question on my phone. Was it what do I miss about shows? Is that the one thing? Yeah, one thing you miss you 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 miss about shows, and that you're looking forward to when shows come back, whether it's well, either attending or attending or or playing. I mean, like as far as nostalgia goes, I pretty much miss everything about shows. But what I'm looking forward to is that, like. It's going to be reinvigorated. It felt like felt like people were tired at local shows a lot. You know what I mean? Just like a lot of the attendees were older and they probably just got off work and there was just like not not the energy you'd expect for the like the caliber of music going on cuz usually the shows we'd been playing at least recently were, you know, really good lineups and so I'm excited for like that. I think people will really appreciate it again. You know, when you're stripped totally. of something for long enough, you're like, you can learn to appreciate almost anything. You know, even if you're a person that doesn't even go out to bars very often at this point, I'm sure you're like, could really use a bar experience and like meet some random people and just, you know. Not me. <laughs> be normal. <laughs> Fair enough. But I don't know. I, I'm, like just the whole the whole experience is always magical whether you're attending or playing it's always you know yeah. the highlight of your week you know what i mean so it's gonna be that on steroids for a few months and i'm stoked for that like yeah yeah for me for me it's definitely seeing all the talent you know enjoying all the talent that we have uh in our area you know, so many fantastic musicians and for playing shows, that first symbol, that first symbol hit, man, when we start the show and I hit my symbols and it's on, that's, that's, I can't wait. 
Yes. Yes. For real. Finally. (laughs) Me, it's just going to be honestly just uh, doing what I can to reconnect with people. Like, I think for everybody, it's like, like I said, there's a burnt out. There's a lot of an older crowd that's tired coming from work. Um, I'm no different, um, but I do enjoy like being around people when it's in a show setting and I want to, um, I don't know, do better to, because I think people think that I'm like a somewhat like outside the show, a closed off person when I'm, I'm really not, I just am tired. I go through a lot of, I, I, I work tirelessly on different other different projects and I'm, uh, I'm usually mentally spent <laughs> most of the time. So when people totally. talk to me, they think I'm a dick, but I'm just like, dude, I just don't know what I'm, I just don't have words, man. I can't, I can't, I can't pull the words out of my head. I'm just God. like, there's like a whole mental block of like, I just, so sometimes I just want to fucking dude, I just want to listen to the music. And I think it's a tie between that and just like literally listen to the music and shouting, shouting fucking words back of, of, of bands. And I'll probably like, like actually like when shit opens up, I'm going to take the month time and to really, uh, make a bucket list of bands that are playing music that may not be playing music at the end of this decade ever again. Like try to do fests and stuff. Like one of my favorite bands of all time is uh, like Gorilla Biscuits. And I'm pretty sure at the end of this decade that will never, they'll never have a show probably ever again. So my my guess is because they'll be all be in their sixties, even though fucking Crowbags is still, is still fucking, doing doing it in their 60s but uh but i really I, I i probably won't i probably uh like i said i'm i'm go i'm going to take advantage of 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 seeing bands cuz this is this was a whole wake up of i don't know when the next time i'm going to get to do this is so i'm like i really yeah. need to just go up and take the fucking opportunities that i ha- that i that i have left in my life totally so, yeah, man. Yeah, man. And that's and that goes with with local bands too because that I mean I know you guys work work hard and your guys aren't going anywhere, but a lot of other local bands that shits unless if you don't if you're not in the moment that shit could be bleeding like a hundred percent. Like if you don't if you're not actively in the moment trying to support, then that could be that band's last show. Or the, or the or or it could be like if you're not you know they're like bringing bringing the energy and bringing good vibes at that show that could be so and so the attendee over there the young kid that could be their last show because they saw it and it was like oh that wasn't really that great it was awkward and some of the people were kind of fucking rude so bye so yeah totally so anyways for anybody who hasn't who hasn't checked out false flowers check it out um they also had a ep um earlier earlier this year uh let me let me scroll up um i digress came out um in april they also have conspire 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 if you haven't listened to the band at all um i'm loving this shit 
I'm one of my, I'm going to say it one of my favorite like one of the hardest working bands I've I have from Seattle on the show right now like that I've one of these you guys fucking put in probably the most work out of any um Seattle band I currently like talk to so I'm thank you I thank you. I appreciate what you guys are doing it's not uh it's not in vain and seriously keep doing what you guys are doing thank you Trevor thank you Trevor thank, thank you for having thanks on. man absolutely yeah. um I will probably talk to you guys next uh the next time you fucking turn some cool shit out so uh we'll just call this part two and I can't wait for uh part three we're gonna get back to the music you're listening to dead air two hours of hardcore radio <laughs> Make sure to check us out on social media at DeadAirNWCZ on both Instagram and Twitter and Facebook.com slash DeadAirHardcoreRadio.
remember what it was like without real art shows? Kind of like now. Fucking bummer, dude. Make sure we still have an all-ages venue after all of this. Donate at realarttacoma.com slash donate. Yeah. 
to eat some of my fucking wavy lays um listen to dead air two hours of hardcore radio um shout out to Asa and all the awesome dudes um in city of industry a highly underrated band for most i'm feel like most of my friends who listen to hardcore don't listen to this band and uh they honestly through the entire pandemic if you didn't listen to the whole interview go back and listen um like especially if you're listening live, go back and listen to po- on a podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, all that bullshit. And um, they definitely um, worked real, real smart and just kept making music, which is, I think, as a musician, the smartest thing you can fucking do. They put out an LP right before the the pandemic in late December nineteen, uh, April. They put out an EP, and then put out an LP in December this past December uh and already going to put out more shit uh so as far as like punk and hardcore they're working the hardest in my opinion there might be other people but they're the ones visibly working the hardest other people might be but they're not but obviously I don't know and aren't talking to them about it and if I was they were not they're not making it super public so visibly you can see you can really see and hear the hard work so shout out to them. So let's uh, get to let's finish up the the music a little bit. So we after so after the interview we played Equinox, the second song um, from City of Industry on the False Flowers EP LP. I mean, um, sorry. We uh, followed up with some more uh, local music from some more uh, post metal sounding post metal sounding uh, music from our friend Aaron who has recorded tons of bands in the Tacoma, Seattle area of literally every single fucking genre that you can think of from hardcore metal, all of it. He's been a friend uh, of mine for upwards of almost 12 years now. So, um, and through this pandemic, I know it's hit him uh, pretty hard uh, being someone who works in the music industry and records music and, you know, does sound for venues. So, I mean, he's in a couple different, like, of his own music projects. And usually everything he does leans to stuff that's more ambient. And this is no different. Uh, we played the song Dig Deep, which is uh, features Half Brother, which is uh, members of uh, the of an other uh, ambient band called uh, Bomb Shelter. Uh, so check it out. I believe everything pretty much um is mixed, mastered, performed by Aaron. So this is all Aaron, and you know, support musicians that are really fucking trying to grind it out here during this uh during this uh pandemic, especially like people who like literally rot live and ride for music in every aspect of the industry and have been hit super hard. Um, by this industry uh, so check out eastern promise the uh, three song release is titled vita uh, just all respect to tacoma musicians um, after that 
we played uh, a another band um, from Eastern Washington titled um, Graying. They came out with a, I think we put, I played one uh, track from this band when Kevin was in. Uh, they have a record that came out titled A Harp Lie. Um, and we played the song Nell, um, which I believe they have a video for. Don't, don't quote me on that. Um, but some other like melodic kind of post metal with some, uh, with some hardcore um, leanings into it. Oh, that leans a little bit heavier than the previous song that we played. Um, after that, uh, we played music from a uh, really fucking heavy band sledge. We've played them before. I believe you and me have played with this band before. I think um, from Oklahoma, you or Crooked Cross, Christ Cross have played with them once in the past, I believe. Yeah, at Real Art, right? Yeah, so three years ago or so, I, that, all, that shit all kind of blurs through. But um, shout outs uh, to my friends Lizzie and Caleb, who uh, I think there's a couple bands, um, some of Caleb's friends who, because uh, Caleb was... Um, one of my really close friends of of all time, uh, Lizzie, her husband um, came here from Oklahoma, so played with a lot of these Oklahoma bands and sent me some. I think I need to. I think I need to go through a couple more releases, but uh, I definitely remember um, Sledge because it's literally just straight up heavy from beginning to end, and they have a single uh, we played. Eyes take the. Sh- Eyes take the shape. Eyes take the shape of stars in my sky. Or five hundred. I honestly kind of wanted to, like, I'm like when I'm reading it, I'm like, eyes take the shape of Star Wars in my sky. Um, any fucking way. Uh, we we played some more music in the playlist, and if you are kind of getting confused a little bit while we go down. You can always go to the pre- less, the playlist on all of our podcasts and look down the line and we'll have a full uh, track listing um, of song and artist. After that, um, after that, we played uh, some music from Portland, Oregon that is kind of like a um, de- little bit of death, black metal, doom, and hardcore uh, mixed in a pretty much all uh, by a homie um, Austin, who I thought was in another band. I thought I thought he was in uh, the band, I believe, Foes, um, and I was completely wrong just because he like he rode for the band that band like of like a hundred percent. So I, it's one of those things where like, so you see someone talk about a band and I, I don't know if you've been, you've had this, you've had this before where you swear because they talk about the band so much and you haven't seen the band and you don't know enough about the band that this, you think that this band, this dude more than likely is in that band. Have you ever had that moment, Chris? Yes. Like, cause I swore up and fucking down that this dude was in a was in the band and because there was one like i think 
there was a there's i don't always bring it back to tiktok but there's a like a, a pretty big tiktoker um who like does like video like mosh videos and shit and he always does it to the uh that uh unity tx band which i think they're on pure noise um and and because he does it so much they thought literally thought he was in that fucking band and and straight up like said oh this is this to got this is this guy's band and they were like and then the singer had a fucking tiktok and he was like what the fuck <laughs> he's like he's like uh and so I made that I made this mistake with Austin where I straight up thought that he was in in foes just because like I mean it makes sense you fucking post about the band 24 fucking seven and I just assumed because you lived in the area and that's that's what fucking assuming gets you but uh oh dude I I have a funny story for you uh, uh, and you also did the same fucking thing with uh, motion a few years, a few episodes back. It's so, true. Yeah. So what, what did you do now? <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Speaking of, you know, on the topic of um, being convinced someone's in a band when they're not, um, th- there was like one time we were setting up to like, you know, gig, just set up the drums. And, you know, our, our friend, your good friend, uh, Levi, um, <laughs> hopped on to soundcheck and uh, one of my, like, coworkers came to the show and they, they actually thought, like, he was in the band. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, like, he's just covering for me for this, <laughs> for that. <laughs> but, th- but that's but I- literally you fucking with him. That's different. When you or one of our Northwest friends or Nate fucks with someone we never know that i don't know if this is you know because i live in the northwest it might be just a northwest thing of us just like fucking with people enough to like like where we physically convince people of something that is not fucking true like uh our friend nate when i worked with him in a warehouse he convinced the entire fucking warehouse and almost me myself that this one dude was his fucking brother. And it was not fucking true where I, I started believe I, I was so undercover on this that I started believing the lie myself. (laughs) And that's how, that's how they get you, man. And they were telling motherfuckers that I was in one life crew. (laughs) you're serious i didn't hear about this he was i said this a couple episodes back i believe maybe off air i don't remember but i was uh nate one of our uh friends local hardcore homie in the band end of days if you haven't checked out end of days check out end of days we're convinced uh, he's in the band and he convinced him he convinced co mike our co-workers when i we worked together that i was in one life crew saying racist fucking shit and i'm just like holy fucking shit also um uh just a quick uh fuck you um and goodbye to parlor i want to i want to talk just real quick on my part on my parlor shit but we'll i want to finish this playlist real quick so we ended it like i said with impurity aim to kill um Austin, uh, just a, another fucking cool, like, uh, you know, example of one one person just fucking 
doing the damn thing themselves. So shout out to them. Check out Impurity for some really heavy, um, just pretty much all metal with a little uh, hardcore thrown in. Um, So to my parlor thing, which I wish I got um you know more and i'm i feel like i feel like i'm out i I don't want to exactly out myself here but i don't feel like enough people will go on to uh like i don't feel like anyone here is really gonna out me and if they do fuck it um so i you know it's it's no it's not a real secret that i got on that i made a parlor to fuck with uh mean steve of one life crew and that I made a whole fucking fake parlor that said Trump straight edge. And I, it, it even had a screwdriver that said Trump 2020. Um, and, and I was like, yeah, brother, the, them, damn, them damn liberal rats are not going to st- steal this election from us. And, and, you know, it's just, just like, yeah, Pelosi's gonna get what she deserves and just uh you know calling everyone swine and pieces of shit and just like agree agreeing with him big upping him so right before parlor and eventually went down um I haven't checked the I still have the parlor app and I I want to check it I don't think I really don't think it works anymore because it got it got shut the fuck down and yeah, I'm like, I'm like trying to access it. It just, it's just idling at this point. Um, so yeah, I had the Trump 2020 thing. I had the, the Trump straight edge thing. He didn't really react with it, but he followed me because apparently he, he, he thought that was cool. Um, and then, and then he, he fucking blocked me and reported me to fucking, uh, to uh to parlor and got me and got my account account suspended because i changed my account to a to a fucking um picture a close-up of his face looking like he's taking a shit and and i i called it mean steve is a stinky bitch and fuck on life crew and then i uh and then i just started i started uh saying fuck Fuck you, fuck you, mean Steve. Your your band isn't even fucking hard. I'd rather listen to fucking Smash Mouth. <laughs> yeah, what was the wait? Weren't you friends with uh, Rick to Life on Facebook? Like for a day, I fucked with him one time and said that was so long ago. I don't even know what I said. I said one thing and then he he blocked my because his stuff was sad. His stuff was straight up fucking sad because I know he's like, he's got issues. This dude, like, Mean Steve is fully self-aware of how fucking shitty he is and he has convinced himself he is some fucking patriot. So, so pretty much what was what was the highlight if he had to break it down? There's, I mean, I didn't spend a lot of time on there because I was like, I had better shit to do, but I just was like, I wanted to get on parlor before the end because it was a people were melting down. Like if, if you, you can go to other people's um, there's a, a cool um, TikTok where a girl, they call it parlor martyr, where she like literally straight up 
is is viewing all these people's like horrible fucking shit like just delusional uh, a lot of uh a lot of stuff like like that is you know threatening other people's lives and inciting violence um just some really scary shit um where she's been like exposing all these fucking people and the people in parlor were just freaking the fuck out and um you know just like i don't even i like it was it was crazy but like i said parlor martyr if you go to parlor if you she type in parlor martyr on uh on tiktok if you're a tiktoker or or um you don't even have to fucking like to talk about to talk about TikTok, like for the for this shit like tiktok instagram twitter whatever if you don't like that shit um another another uh podcast made made a great point just make a fucking account that just is a bunch of fucking numbers and like don't put any personal information on there and just look at all the fucking shit that's the best way and that way you can just search it and you don't have to be a real active participant and you can just be passive and actually look at and just view people's shit because there's some interesting shit on there and gives you some good information that's really fucking quick amen amen R.I.P. Parlor. R.I.P. Parlor. So sorry, I got a text. So I was I was getting a I was getting a little distracted as per usual. But that's uh pretty much what I'm what what are what are the highlights? Um, oh, what just, are uh, what are, what's going on or the what are what so what are, what do I got it? What how do we, how do I wrap up this episode? Check out check out City of Industry. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm excited for people to hear more of the new by all means. I know you are. Um, what else? Um, Yo, check let, out let, front to back. Check out that new karma. Check, check out, out check the, out the new karma. Um, they sound like their name. Follow me on. Start beef with me on uh, on TikTok. Um, I want to get Chris to actually be involved in our social media a little bit that cause that would be fucking nice. Um, for, for any of the listeners straight up, like comment or DM that you specifically want me to make something and I'll be on that shit. So cause call. nobody knows that you're a part of it yet. Cause you haven't made a video and I haven't like, I need to actually make like an introduction video of cause nobody understands really why I'm doing the shit I'm doing on there. They just think I'm there to like fucking out fat out fascists and and tell people uh tell like fucking elitist I I've been calling out a lot of elitist punks, a lot of elitist vegans and bullshit people like that cuz I'm a fucking I'm a, I'm a fucking square dude. I just want to I just want to hang out with all my other fucking squares. All all the lame duck hardcore people that just want to listen to music, have a good time, share our beliefs and uh not and live our lives and uh not and because there's a lot more bullshit there's a lot of more bullshit than uh, arguing and gatekeeping and like we need to be focusing on what's going on in the world and not fucking gatekeeping hardcore fuck that shit yeah that's that's the that's the 100 the biggest thing so we're gonna end it with some music from Victim to None, they have a uh, release that's just Victim to None 2020. Um, 
some straight up thrash crossover you know the shit the shit we always the shit we always like they sent they sent this in like i think a month ago um and uh, this came out just towards the end of december um and uh, from salt lake city utah that's that's the fucking show what's our any last words chris before we fucking rock this shit and get and go i need to because we need to go order food i'm i know i've been making you hungry with my fucking lays chips oh dude those chips look so good sound so good too dude i need to get some fu- i'm yeah i know i i had to refrain because i have a new mic in the studio so oh like i'm not in a studio full you're gonna see it all you're gonna see it when you see if you watch any of the uh any of the actual videos because we're gonna start posting like our zoom some of our zoom videos that i'm doing pretty much everything my girlfriend got me a new mic and uh yeah my girlfriend got me a new mic and i got uh i've been just hanging out here in the bedroom like just straight fucking chilling on our new fucking um you know memory foam so it's pretty comfy but uh but yeah, this might be my new studio for after after a bit. So, who fucking knows? You so. know, I, I love that you're doing everything. It kind of reminds me of like, you know, now it's my turn to like step back while you're the guy that loads and unloads all the gear from the van. Honestly, I fucking deserve it for being a vocalist for almost ten years. I tried, like, when we were in a band together, I really fucking tried to to help because i didn't want to burn us out and we didn't our band did not fucking burn out i just we hit the fucking rage quit button because of because of stupid people yeah we were like i can't handle i'm no i'm a fucking white folk but i can't handle the fucking caucasity of some fucking white folks out here even if you're my friend if you're going to be fucking hit the corny button in my fucking band, I'm going to hit the fucking eject button. <laughs> That's literally what it was. It was eject into the fucking lava pit, you know? I was just like, I, I, I was just like, that ejected me into the next four years. Like, I still really, really need to start at, thinking about, like, I really, like, at some point when I have free time, I would love to put some put some actual music out that's not just me talking like i i want to put something out that's not just uh you know me talking about other people's music i want to do my own but you know i don't want to promote myself too much on this show i just like i just i miss doing some of it but there's some shit that have that makes me that makes me not miss it so much to where i'm like uh i think i'm okay <laughs> so what, what what's the cash app handle Dude, honestly, honestly, if someone's gonna try to cash at me, it's it's Trevor Jastad to T capital T R E V O R capital J A S T A D. If you want to send me a couple bucks, send me bucks. And uh, and I if I I mean if somebody sends me money from this, I gotta think. I just gotta fucking thank you. So. I want. Yeah. Do you have your notifications on? What? Why? I don't know. Should I have? Should I have my notification? Should I have my noties on? 
I don't know. Bet. Um, I don't got shit. <laughs> if you but tried anyway. to, if you tried to pull a thing, you didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, I didn't send time. But anyways. Uh... <laughs> Thank you again, Trevor. Thank you for the 0.00 listeners. Um, But if you do, that'd be sick. Um, Anyways, uh, shout outs. Um, We're going to play Victim to None and we'll see y'all next week. This this episode probably went way fucking over for the live show. So uh, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. You've been listening to Dead Air, Two Hours of Hardcore Radio or however fucking long we've been doing. All right, bye. The professional fool Yeah.